Hi, everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. And we would like to remind you guys, uh, wherever you're listening to us, to please hit that subscribe button. And if that is on Apple Podcasts, if you would be so kind to leave us a five-star review um, and a comment. And you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfilter. And our Twitter is at uncorked podcast. We have kind of a dark episode today. It's not going to be a fun one. So we just wanted to say off the bat, I guess a trigger warning. We're going to be going into some abuse of all kinds with some of our entertainment news. So if that's not, not something that you want to hear or listen to, we totally understand. And if you just want to hear some Bachelor Nation gossip and hear our recap of the most recent episode, you can skip to like the last 20 minutes of our episode. But yeah, just fair warning. Yeah, it's going to be Army Hammer and Marilyn Manson stuff. So we're not not fucking around. But okay, so I guess let's just get right into it um get it over with let's get it over with because i hate them but these are important stories and we want to report it because these women have been brave enough to come out and talk about it so we want to use our uh, the little platform we have Mm -hmm. to help tell their story and spread the awareness of these literal monsters so taylor take us away sophia with an f had someone on her podcast yeah so sophia with an f had one of army's most recent ex-girlfriend's page and she kind of really just went off unfiltered spoke everything about it um so i'm gonna kind of break down the episode for everybody so Paige, i guess moved from new york to la and she started dating army almost immediately um they spent almost every single day together And they had started kind of talking before they followed each other on social media. So that once they followed each other, that was kind of their way of like coming out as being in a relationship. And that's when people started to like link the two of them together. Right. She says that she had like looked at his social media page before and noticed that like he does follow all of these kink type hashtags and stuff like that. So she kind of knew a little bit that like he was going to be into some kinky stuff. And, you know, I think she was okay with that normal kink, but she said it built up from there. It started off kinky and she said it, it was a lot of manipulation, um, a lot of her, him building her up and complimenting her So she felt so wanted by him and so wanting to do whatever he wanted and please him and do all this BDSM stuff that like he was super, super into. But she was kind of like, I'll try it. Like, I'll try anything once, whatever. Right. Um, You know, role play, stuff like that. And then she said it escalated from there, which I'm like, okay, wow, escalation from BDSM. Here we go. Um, she called it high protocol on the episode with Sophia. So she said it's, it's, there's a lot of rules. Um, he would lay them all out. He would send her safe words to say, she said, then it would also go into some knife play and like violence. And she gave an example for one of like the rules was she would show up to his house in lingerie and he would make her wait outside on like her hands and knees and he would put a collar on her and like walk her into the house like she was a dog 
And like that was part of like a warm up, I guess. He would also confess to her like her his rape fantasies. He wanted to break into her apartment and stuff like that and like tie her up and whatever. He talked about crushing her bones and eating her flesh. Segue into cannibalism there. Right. Um, at one point, he said to her he wanted to eat her ribs. And she was kind of like, oh, like, good one. Like, that's weird. Good joke. And he was like, no, like, let's find a doctor to remove your bottom ribs. And then, like, I have a smoker in my house and, like, you can eat them. Like, he was 100% serious about it, even though she was completely thought he was joking because she's like, who the fuck would say something like that? Like, what? Right. Who would be serious about that? Right. Right. At one point, so I guess they, like, moved on to knife play in the bedroom. And at one point, he carved an A into her skin, like, right above her vagina, I guess, like, branding her, essentially, like, saying that he was hers. She was his? Yes. Yeah. She said he would, like, ru- like rub the knife and blade all over her body and, like, all this stuff. So, so strange. So creepy. She said that, like she the lines of consent kind of blurred with this whole thing because as much as she was into it and was about it when it first started and it was more normal and stuff like that it kind of crossed a line and she didn't fully feel comfortable being like no I'm not okay with this she was like well I want to make him happy I want to do what he wants and like I I can't say no at this point because I'm in too deep and it's like no you can always say no right everyone needs to know that like it doesn't matter who this person is right there was probably I would assume a lot of manipulation a hundred percent going on where she probably just felt like she almost if she said no she didn't know what would happen and like maybe that would almost trigger him to do something right and he like I feel like he genuinely targeted her because she had just moved to LA she didn't have a lot of friends out there I feel like she didn't know a lot of people she's 22 like she was young yeah. And like he probably saw her as someone that like he not, could groom. Not easy, but yeah, he could groom. He could be like, look, you wanna, you know, I know people out here. I'm a big name out here. Like, you wanna hang with me? Like, we can hang out. Like, we'll do. There was probably so much manipulation that she didn't even get into in this episode. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's no secret why we see all these older celebrity men always dating these like young ass yeah. girls. And we've said it before. It's because they're easy to control. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, you know, it's, they like to go for that so that they know that like they'll be theirs. And yeah. this takes it to a whole nother level. Like he knew what he was doing. He definitely knew what he was doing. He's, I mean, as we've seen, there have been so many other girls that have like yeah. come forward and stuff. So he's a master at this, Yeah, um, which is just so funny freaking sick but um Sophia at one point asked like does he did he care at all about getting you off like was it at all about you or was it just about him and she was like I mean he cared but he would get super aroused when he would like cause me pain like physical pain and I was like right that is that is something that I just I I can never understand but she finally decided to end things after she went to Thanksgiving with his family and I think his mom, like I think his family said something to her that they had always kind of known he was off or something like that. Oh, so it was like, that's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, but then he also started getting super controlling and was having rules of like people she could see people she couldn't see. She was like, I always had this like sick to my stomach feeling of like, this just isn't right. 
aka that was her gut instinct. And if that doesn't tell everyone in the world to listen to their gut, your gut freaking knows everything. Yep. Listen to it. You feel like you're going to throw up constantly. There's something that's making you feel that way. And yeah. So she sent him a text, which I'm like, good for you. Yeah. She was like, I, she was like, I would normally do like a phone call or in person, but like she said she was genuinely scared and it's like, good, good for you for even texting him. I probably would have just figured out. Yeah. I would have done something. And then she said, and this really got to me. She said he replaced her instantly, which I'm like, that means maybe not even a week later, he was doing the same shit to somebody else who like hasn't probably come forward yet, who could still be with him right now. Mm-hmm. It's so sad that he clearly just sees them as like objects and something that he plays with, yeah. that it means nothing to him. It's nothing about the emotional connection. It's like, you know, all about that. Yeah. Your kinks he has. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode... Sophia was like, how are you through all of this, though? Because, like, I'm not going to sit here and say they were, like, joking around because that's not what was happening at all. It was a very serious conversation, but it sounded like she hadn't fully processed. And she even admitted it in the episode. She was like, I don't think the trauma has fully hit me yet of everything. Like, I I think in waves it will come. I think I'll still have nightmares for years. Like, I'm going to. And I think that's very true. And that's so, so telling of, like, the literal mental abuse that like this kind of stuff can do to people like she is not going to be well probably for many years and like it's so scary that it's like I think they only dated for not long right I think it was under a year I was gonna say like six months or something like that yeah so he must have done so I I bet he did stuff that she didn't even say in the episode because it was probably so just she didn't even want to go there in her head, you know? Right. Right. And like, I mean, even the fact that she hasn't processed it, it's probably why we got more of a raw telling of what happened. Like if she had processed it fully, she probably wouldn't have even felt comfortable saying all of that. But I agree. There was probably some stuff that she just has locked away that she doesn't even want to face herself. Yeah. But it's terrifying. It's so terrifying. She said in the episode, I'm just remembering this now when she was talking about how like he carved the A into her. She was like, I don't even, I don't remember that night at all. Like, I remember waking up with the A, basically. But I have no memory of it. So she she is doing, like, the defense mechanism of just, like, suppressing it and forgetting it yeah. and putting it in a box and, like, shipping it off to Timbuktu and it never coming back. So it, it's, it's so sad. It's going to hit her and it's sad. Yeah. It's so crazy because when you brought up the branding... There's this show on HBO, HBO called The Vow. It's a docu-series, and it's about this sex cult. There's this guy, Keith. I mean, it's a, a very long docu-series, trigger warning for sure. It's very intense. But in the series, all these women ended up getting branded, and it looked like an interesting symbol, but then when you took it away, it was actually Keith's initials. Mm. And so when you said that, it just reminded me of that, and it's like, you know, this like cult type of like leader mentality that is just so mentally and physically abusive in many levels. It's, I'm happy she's out completely. And yeah, I mean, it is scary to wonder if there's someone that was easy to manipulate that's still, you know, talking to him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like he's not having to take any type of responsibility yet for his actions. And I'm kind of just like, 
I don't think he ever will at this point. If he hasn't to yet, I'm like, when is it going to happen? I don't yeah, know. it sucks. But at, the most we can do is to keep talking about him and yeah. and show what he's done. I mean, but okay. So we have another intense uh, hot take to go over. I can't even call it a hot take because it's not. It's real life. But we're going to give you like a really quick breather real quick. And I'm going to give you some really stupid reality TV updates. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got some show eight, show updates for you. Our favorite quarantine binges. Love is Blind um, is definitely having another season because there was a casting notice out looking for people who want to be on the show in Dallas. Mm. So that's really exciting. The previous show was the first season was in Georgia, I believe. So they're moving locations, but pumped. So pumped. Love, love is blind. Such a good show. Fuck you, Jessica. Fuck you, um, Jessica. <laughs> and then moving on with the same type of show, Netflix announced that there will be at least two more seasons of Too Hot to Handle. They didn't say like when it was being filmed or if there's some, maybe there's one being filmed right now, which there very much could be. I think they said it was being filmed in Punta Cana or something like that. Um, so also pumped and I feel like too hot to handle will probably be, I feel like they might change the show around a bit, like add a little bit more like rules or like revamp yeah. it a little bit. Cause you could definitely tell the first season was an experiment. Yeah. A good experiment, but yeah, it, it needed a little, um, storyline almost or something. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. A little bit of a judge. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they even expected it to blow up that much. So they probably just have more like brains now on the production team like trying to make it as like clever and entertaining mm. as possible pumped yep so we will keep you guys posted when we see more updates with those shows um but now you know following the trend right now which is you know exposing horribly, yeah exposing these horribly abusive men um the most recent one that just came out yesterday um evan rachel wood she alleged that her ex-fiance, Marilyn Manson, um, was hor- horrifically abusive and manipulated her. So Evan Rachel Wood, she's an actress. You probably would most know her from Westworld. So she put up an Instagram post that uh, Marilyn Manson was abusive, as I said. And her post stated, he started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission she went on to say his name and she just went on to basically like publicly say this, you know, this is happening. This is real. And in other interviews throughout the years, she did talk about a very intense abusive relationship that she had mm-hmm. been in, but she never said who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's very clear that it was him. So the pair met when she was 18 and he was 36, which already is like, yeah, a little bit of like sirens go off in your head. Like 18, you're barely legal. There's an 18 year age gap between the two of them. I just, yeah, know. that's a, crazy. That's as much as her age was when they met. Mm-hmm. So when he was 18, she was born. Right. Um, yeah. But so in her testimony back when she talked about this, she said that she was in a relationship with a man who had a lot of charisma and power and who left her completely trapped and terrified for her life. She said he broke her down through means of starvation, sleep deprivation, threats against my life, sometimes deadly weapons. She spoke about having her phone tapped so that she felt like she couldn't tell anyone about what was happening. 
Um, she would say if he tried to sleep, if I tried to sleep, he would throw things at me or he would tell me to do drugs just to keep me awake for days so that I was disoriented and weak and he wouldn't feed me at times. And I don't want to go on anymore because like it's uh, so upsetting. It's so disgusting. This poor girl went through something that only now, years, years later, she's finally able to say his name and speak her truth like fully. Yeah. After that happened, four other women also came forward with, you know, the same type of allegations of abuse, basically just like saying they're the same type of stories, except different and confirming that this is something that this man is and stuff that he's done. And he needs to now finally be reprimanded for, you know, his actions. And um, unlike Army, he responded to these allegations literally the same day in an Instagram post of his own. That read, obviously, my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. He said, my intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth. So what bothered me about this statement, I mean, he bothers me in general, Mm -hmm. was that. So if anyone knows Marilyn Manson, I'm sure most people know the name, but give him a Google search. Go ahead and look at the guy. He's a fucking freak. Yeah. Don't do it. You have to go to bed because you'll have. Yeah. Do it in the daytime. Yeah. He's a freak. He's always been a freak. His fan base. I mean, even if people are like a fan of his music or whatever, I mean, it's not my type of thing. Regardless of his music being very grungy, just his whole persona and like the way he is, is, has always been creepy. It's always kind of like. But some people are into that, like, dark stuff, like, whatever, you do your thing. I, You know, it's been reported that he has peed on his audience. He does really, like, weird things at concerts. So, like, yeah, he's always been a freak. But he kind of used that as an excuse, I feel, yeah. in his post, saying yeah. that he's always had controversy around him. And then by saying all of his relationships have been consensual, kind of saying, like, it should be known that I do these fucked up things, but they were all consenting. Well, they're saying they're not, they were not consenting. So maybe you just didn't ask them or didn't care. And were in a position of power where they didn't feel like they could say no or speak up because you literally trapped them. It also goes back to what um, Paige said in her interview with Sophia. Consent. If you consent to something once, that doesn't mean you consent to it every single time. And that doesn't mean that if it gets more intense, you're still okay with it. You know what I mean? Like they might have said, sure, I'll do something. And then he might have went on and started doing something else. And they might have been like, whoa, I'm not okay with this. And he might have kept going anyway, because in his mind, they had consented in the beginning. So they do not need to continue to consent because they did it once. And that's not true. That is not how that works. Not at all. No. And Evan has accused Manson of grooming her. And grooming is a real thing in Hollywood when you specifically choose someone young so that you know they're easy to manipulate and they aren't grown into themselves as much so that they feel like they don't have a voice. So like, you know what you were, you knew what you were doing and yeah. they try and switch up the truth. But obviously that Instagram post he posted did shit because since then his record label has dropped him as well as his agency CAA who also happened to rep Evan. So obviously they were in a position where they, needed to make some moves you can't rep both of them when these 
intense allegations are happening. So I'm happy some actions being taken from mm-hmm. him. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Army, he dropped out of that movie with J-Lo, but, um, you know, it seemed like he dropped out. They didn't say, yeah. like, fired. It's like they gave yeah. him a chance to almost be like, oh, I'll drop out. Yeah. Well, Manson, he's getting dropped. He's getting kicked off his label. His agencies are like, we're done with you. So I'm happy to yeah. see that. I am too. I'm happy that something kind of good came from this, you know? Yeah. I mean, hopefully other people will feel that they can speak out as well. And like, I don't know. This is just so crazy. I feel like this is, I feel like I never realize that this kind of stuff is real, I guess, because I do live in a little bit of a a big bubble, not a little yeah. bit. I live in a big bubble. It's just crazy to me that like people actually do this kind of stuff. Like, are violent like that and, like, think it's okay. Like, I think that's what's so strange to me is how do you think that this is okay? It's okay. And do it again and again and again. To multiple people. And you have scared these people to the point where they're terrified to speak out against you. Like, that's the worst part of it all, I think, is that, like, I mean, obviously, yes, what they did was horrible. But the fact that they have manipulated and terrified these people to the point where they are scared to even say like this happened to me is like yeah it's so bad I know it's disgusting it's so upsetting but that's why we wanted to take the time to talk about both of these stories because I think they're the most important stories happening in Hollywood right now and we don't want to you know brush over it lightly like I'm hoping action keeps getting taken and I'm so brave for these women to speak out against all of this and if you were going through something please know that there are people you can talk to and people that can help you get out of this situation. And you're not alone. Commercial break. If you're looking for CBD products, look no further than Zelm Labs. They have CBD oils, CBD muscle cream, CBD skincare products, and much more. CBD helps calm anxiety, stress, and helps aid with sleeplessness. Zelm Labs is a premium CBD with a double certification with COA and GMP certified. Zelm Labs has a wide array of products from soft gels to gummies and even CBD for your dogs. Use our code UNCORKED, U-N-C-O-R-K-E-D, for 20% off of your products. If you go to zelmlabs.com, Z-E-L-M labs.com. Okay, so that shit was heavy and we want, we're going to move on now and we hope this isn't seen as insensitive, but we've spoke about this. And now I think we've all deserved to talk about some stupid, mindless, light shit. So uh, in that, we introduce Bachelor Nation and we have some <laughs> um, tea with them. T, do you want to start us off with this tweet, tell all thing yeah. that happened? I honestly feel like there's been a lot in Bachelor Nation, but one of the biggest things of this week Dylan Barber slammed the Bachelor franchise on Twitter and he was so bold to make the claim that Jed Wyatt never cheated on Hannah Brown. (laughs) Bold. Bold. He started on Twitter saying, cancel ABC and The Bachelor. Kind of want to air out the dirty laundry. Mom got me riled up. And then literally said, people ask me questions. Ask away. Right. And he was answering them. So then he proceeded to answer some stuff and he said, you got to understand the game. They get paid off doing shit that warrants screen time. He claimed the producers 
of the producer's alleged efforts to guide conversations on camera, adding that it's easy to make a bad person look worse. It's hard to make a good person look bad. Because someone asked, like, are the villains actually that bad or is it the editing? Uh Um, He said... They had that whole spiel on hating bullying and then purposely edit things to warrant bullying. Shit is wild because that it's is true. exactly what they did. That and is like, exactly it. What was it? Two episodes? An episode ago? It literally was exactly yeah. that. Yep. Someone asked, um, who from your season do you feel got the most screwed over by production? And he responded, Jed. He wasn't very descriptive in his answers. A lot of them were one-worded, which frustrated I know. Which was annoying, but I also felt like he probably was like, this is so bold for me to say, so I'm just yeah. going to be like, you know, like, yeah. chill about it. Probably. And then someone else said, are you saying he didn't cheat on Hannah? To which he replied, yes. Crazy. Crazy. Then Jed decided to announce that he was starting a podcast where he will dive deeper into everything. But he said, I will actually be going into deeper detail but the facts are this, that yes, I was highly manipulated and from it deeply mentally affected from the show. And number two, no, I never cheated ever. It's so interesting. This is so interesting. Number one, their contracts 100% just expired because it's not a coincidence 100%. that Dylan's doing this and now Jed right. is having a fucking podcast. Like right. clearly their contracts are done and that's why they're doing this. But I mean, we're going to get more into this into into the next um, Bachelor news we have, but I would love to see these fucking contracts that these people have to sign because they must give out they must give up their human rights essentially. Oh, I think the NDA is. I, I don't even want to know. Guess how many pages it it probably is. Yeah, he he went off though. He was like, someone was like, how do, like how long do they have to stay together? He answered that question. Yeah. He was someone asked how often do they make you drink? He said they get two hours or they drink every hour and it's like a two hour cocktail thing. He also he, said that they purposely make you not sleep a long time. Yeah. Like they don't let you sleep a lot. He he did not hold back. I was so here for it. I was like, yes, 2021 is like the year of exposing shit, and I am loving it. Right. Like I love The Bachelor, but like let's yeah. just give the honest truth about it. Like I don't want people thinking this is like totally real like it's fucking scripted right obviously i'm 100 percent going to keep watching because i'm obsessed with the show but i agree it's like i'm not that dumb and like as the seasons keep coming out and like you start noticing more and more stuff you're kind of like okay like someone's got to just tell me what's actually going on i'm still gonna watch but like you got to tell me what the what the truth is behind it because it's crazy right exactly it's insane i mean yeah like you said i was here for it i loved it um i want more people to do this me as well but i'm obviously gonna listen to judd's podcast because i am curious why then when you were on the front page of every freaking magazine you were why you were not allowed to say anything and i'm in production so i i see contracts of when you know we have people sign and I don't work for The Bachelor, unfortunately. Please hire me. Mm. Um, but there are clauses where you sometimes literally can't defame people. You can't have, um, you know, you can't right. basically like create something right. that isn't true. But a hundred percent, that clause is not in these contracts. When you sign this, you are literally saying 
you're probably giving permission that you can do whatever you want with, with the footage. You can paint me in whatever way, and I can then the bachelor cannot get in trouble for it, which is pretty scary. I do you actually think that's probably what happened? Like, I think they literally signed their life away for a year. Because even if you look at this season and the way they have edited Victoria and like everything, granted, yes, I do think she's a shitty person. However, I do feel like the editing has made her look so much worse. And I feel like she can't really say much about it because th- this she is probably what can't. Before. Yeah, yeah, like this is the way it is. And that sucks. Like, I couldn't imagine the entire world hating me from watching maybe collectively an hour of like who I am as a person and it's all edited to make me look a certain way. And the worst part is they're not seeing that until the rest of us are, you know, like the producers are not giving them a heads up. Like we're giving you a shitty edit. You're the villain of the season. They're finding that out the same time we are, which brings us to our next story. What Taylor is saying about, you know, the editing and how, Yes, we fucking hate Queen Victoria and we're so happy. Spoiler that she has been eliminated. Um, there is some shady shit going on that someone brought to light recently on Twitter. So there's this thing called Frankenbiting. And it's basically a video editing technique. And it pops up on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette all the time. So a Frankenbite is an audio clip that has sections removed or is like even made up of unrelated audio clips and then they're all spliced together to make it seem like that's what happened in real time. And this girl posted like specific clips that have happened in the past few episodes, like basically proving it. So there's this one in the the most recent episode, there's a scene where Victoria is being blamed for the toxicness and you hear her complain when Matt says like, Katie was telling me this and you hear her saying like complaining about Katie telling on her. And then after she's complaining about Katie, she goes, fucking loser. But fucking loser is in a completely different tone um, than the rest of the sentence. So it's very clear that she wasn't calling Katie, per se, the, the loser. Like, it was taken from a whole other conversation. And, like, yeah, she still said it. But, like, you have no idea what context she said it. If she was more joking. If she was, you know what I mean? So yeah. that was an example. And then another one I saw is... In another scene where the OJs, OGs are complaining about the new girls, but then one of the new girls goes to sit in the couch, and then it looks like someone of the OGs says, oh my god, I love your shoes, to make them appear to be like two-faced. But that shoe sentence was so obviously added, and none of those girls were saying it in that moment. So they edited it to like make it seem like they were like stabbing them behind their back and being fake, which in that moment was not the case and it's it's pretty wild I guess it's just a good reminder to remember that like yes a lot of these girls are delusional they're spoiled they're assholes but at the end of the day the producers orchestrate everything and they decide who they want to look good and who they want to look bad Dylan did say that in one of his things yeah he said like pretty much the producers pick who wins yeah and like like you said before, too, like it's hard to make a good looking good person look bad, but it's so easy to make a bad person look worse. Right. And like with Victoria, not defending her in any means, she was annoying, but they definitely really turned the dial on her edit. And they were like, let's go full force. And we even had said in the beginning when we thought she was an actress, because I was like, how can she be like this extra? It was right. 100% the editing. 
that's just so crazy. I mean, I, I did even notice it. Um, I guess maybe last night when I was watching TV, like they, it was the one-on-one date with Rachel and him. Oh, spoiler. Sorry, everybody. A little late now. Um, <laughs> and she was saying something and she had like finished her sentence. And then she said, like, and the word like sounded different. And then it was like rushed. Like you couldn't say the word like, and then start the sentence that quickly. I, I can't even explain it really well. Yeah. No, I couldn't explain no. things. But that's what happened. And I was like, oh, my God, this is an edit. I'm shook. It's just something. It's just a good reminder that enjoy the show. It's entertaining. It's funny. But like we're not it's not a live show. Like there are many, many minds working on how to make it look the most dramatic, the most crazy. So like don't forget that. Right. Dylan even said Chris Harrison's like one of the, like a big yeah. shit. Yeah. So. He's an EP. He's not in it. He's not just a random host that pops in every now and then. He's literally an executive producer. Yeah. This show is his baby. Like the success depends on his whole career. So he, yeah, he's definitely a puppet master. It's so crazy. It's like my whole world has just been ripped out from under me. Oh, I know, not girl. Dramatic. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm still gonna watch. So. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> that being said, it is time for our roses recaps and refreshers of this past Bachelor episode. You want to start us off, Taylor? So it comes back. I hate how these episodes keep starting with the rose ceremony. It's so confusing. I don't know what day it is. Me as well. I'm like, I, I think this will be the last one though, because they're. Oh no! Fuck. The two-on-one shit, and then the rose ceremony spoiler we're all over the place i don't care all right guys we'll we'll, okay streamlining it now going through the episode so it was um the rose ceremony it started off with as we had just said matt decided he was going to address the drama which like thank god so he takes Brittany aside and hears her side of the story and then he calls anna in and he sends anna home and i kind of was like thank god because number one i didn't really like anna i don't know why like she read me wrong number two it was really fucked up the rumor that she started about britney like not really it your was place. not your place and w- even when she was like this could this could ruin her life but it's like no then that's when you shut up <laughs> right and like if you want to bring it up with someone i mean there is no place on national tv for that but like if you if, if she genuinely wanted to start something with this girl bring it up to her one-on-one then yeah like you don't talk to the entire house and then talk to her i hate when people do that it drives me um so like once anna got sent home all the girls the ogs started apologizing to the new girls because they were like oh my god "God, we're gonna get sent home like i'm so sorry i'd never meant to make you feel this way blah 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 and i was like literally fucking cry me a river you are so fucking fake Victoria was the worst. She was like, I am so sorry if I ever made you feel uncomfortable in the house. That was never my intention. And then when she pulled, she was like, I also am so sorry that I ripped your crown off the first night. Like, that was a joke. Like, that was haha, you know, like funny. That's a really good impression of her. Thank you so much. I've been You're welcome. Not really, but. <laughs> um, 
but so then the rose ceremony happened so he had already sent anna home before the ceremony even began right and then he decided to send victoria home which i was like wow this is a bold freaking move and i'm so here for it i am so happy she's going home i will happily now continue watching the show but before he sent her home she had a full-on meltdown and was saying how like she's the only one that's good for matt and like all the other girls suck which now that you're talking about the frankenstein editing or the frankenbiting or whatever the fuck it's called i'm like how real was this i don't know we don't know we don't know but i was very happy to see her go so i'm good job matt me too i mean (laughs) when he was like Victoria, I thought, always had a big heart. It's like, you don't even know this bitch. Shut up. Like I fucking died. I died. I tweeted. Yeah. I died. I tweeted about it. I had to. Yeah, it was unreal. But I was had to see I was happy to see her go too. Like, yeah, she was a lot of the drama for a while, but like it was time. Like I'm over it. They had no chemistry anyway. So like yeah. we, now that like it's starting to like the numbers are starting to get a little lower, it would not even be believable to keep her anymore. Cause like right. He doesn't even have, like, a, a thing with her. But, right. okay, so, as Taylor said, the first one-on-one was with Rachel, and she was so happy, and the date was amazing. Literally a dream come true. Mm-hmm. So, they basically went to this, like, store, and this, like, designer, just, like, she tried on all these new clothes, and um, it was so cute, like... I really do see chemistry with them. I didn't until this. I agree. Day. I agree. More, more honestly, him really liking her, which I've also never seen. Like, she's kind of a little, like, chill about him. And he even said it. She was like, she's not the first one that runs to me. And she's not the first one that runs to say goodbye to me. But, like, okay. she has this kind of confidence and air to her that. And if you look at the pattern, these are the girls that the guys always can like like I mean even look at Kelly and Peter like RIP they're not together mm-hmm. but Kelly was so like I'm too good for this shit and mm-hmm. like Peter obviously liked that and I feel like Vanessa with Nick was always like that too like she was very sure of herself she was very mature and you know they also ended up breaking up but Peter really not Peter um Nick really liked that he found that attractive yep same thing I mean, they're broken up as well. Right. But that's beside the point. You know, I'm just trying to give you guys, if you really want to win The Bachelor, like, listen to us. I'm seeing a pattern here. Mm -hmm. Don't be the obsessive one that freaks out and cries. And if, you know, like, there's a pattern. But yeah, the date was really cute. And she got free Louboutins and a lot of dresses. And their dinner was really nice. And he literally said he was falling in love with her. So. Shook. Obviously, she got the rose. Right. Right. She got the rose. And, like, you know, she was like, I'm falling for you a little bit, but I'm scared. And he was just like, I'm, no, I'm falling for you too. Like, don't be scared. Like, this is good. So now I'm kind of like, cool. She's definitely up there. Um, yeah. I think so too. Yeah, I did find but- it funny that after, like, all the shopping and the, the Louboutins, that she got to go home and show oh all the girls. I, I would have cried, so I think. Mean. I would have been like, I want those shoes. The producers are so mean. They are literally cold-hearted. I mean, I'm yeah. here for it, but they are cold-hearted. They don't care. They don't care at all. It's good TV. It's, it's fine. But then we have the group date, which was at the farm. And, like, these group dates are always shit. Like, it's so funny, but, like... Mm-hmm. 
they're just like they it it seems like they do these dates just to make the girls look stupid i Um, agree but you noted this here and this is actually my favorite part of the entire episode so mj was feeling herself on this date and people were getting a little annoyed because like she was getting grossed out or acting like she couldn't do things and like she was getting his attention and Mm -hmm. she was trying to be all like cute and flirty and whatever but there's this moment when she tries to be cute and like chase him but he ends up like going up to piper while she's getting interviewed and they literally showed up making out so like as mj tries to run over there she like sees him making out and like her face of just like embarrassment and like upset like it was amazing it i mean i'm not like a huge fan of mj's either so i was like yes like it was so funny like you get but yeah it was really funny and i was just kind of like i couldn't imagine i would be so embarrassed like i would be i just yeah like, I love seeing know. someone's ego get a little bruised, especially because hers yeah. could use the bruise. A big bruise. She's so full of herself. You can just... tell. <laughs> if anyone could see the face I just made out of life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, I mean, the stu- the farming was the day date and then they had their little cocktail hour night portion of the date. Michelle had stated how she was really struggling on the group date with like all the other girls around and was kind of like, Oh my God, my connection with Matt and Matt basically said that like he had really strong feelings for her and like, she shouldn't worry and stuff like that. Um, and then Abigail really opened up to him as well. And she ended up getting the group date Rose. That was really sweet. Like I thought that was a nice moment as well. And then like the MJ drama started to simmer. Now we'll leave it at that for now, but everyone just know there is drama simmering with MJ. Uh Uh-huh. Then there's the second 101. And this was with Kit. And like, I felt like I rolled my eyes the entire time. And I was like, this is stupid. Like, it's not like I don't like her, but I just like, I feel like everything she does is so orchestrated and it's so so like figured out I feel and like it just like she says she's been in the limelight forever she's a pro at this like she knows how to portray herself a certain way I agree and I feel like the whole kitchen date she was playing dress up the whole time or playing house I was just like you're a child I'm not I'm not really 21 she's 21 she's so young she's so young and he's like I don't know and like not even like I guess if she looked more mature or seemed more mature, but she just looks like a baby to me. And I don't see the the chemistry at all. I don't think they're really, when they were talking, like she would try to be making a joke and he didn't even get it. And it was just kind of like weird. Oh, I cringed. I cringed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just weird. I was just, and she got the rose, which I knew she would, but I don't think she'll be around past another two weeks three weeks i don't either i i I was very confused why he picked her for the one-on-one and not somebody else i don't know sometimes i think they pick certain people for the one-on-ones just to like in a way almost eliminate them like to really be like i like this person i don't have a strong connection with this person i'll keep them around but i don't see myself and i think that's what it was yeah so when we see that right when they we see that they're eliminated we know why right so I, I mean she did get the rose so she's around for another week but like i don't i agree i don't think she'll be around much longer me either and then just when we thought they were going to a rose ceremony i was so excited i was like oh my gosh we're gonna close an episode with a rose ceremony i am here for it i am ready i was like oh my god i totally forgot about the two-on-ones 
stupid two on ones. We always thought this would be with Victoria, but thankfully she wasn't given the spotlight, even though it would have been good. So, <laughs> so I totally think Victoria versus Katie in the two on one would have been quality TV. And I'm shocked the producers did not push for that even more. Right. Instead, we got MJ versus Janessa. Janessa didn't, I didn't even know who she was until this drama came out. Yeah, I feel like she's kind of just like in the back, very quiet. She's very pretty, but I feel like she's just kind Gorgeous. of glided through the the show so far. So that's yeah. another reason why I was just like, I I get it, but I think the Victoria Katie drama would have been so much better. But anyway, so Janessa basically said to Matt, I guess, that MJ was one of the ones that was referring to the older girl or like the girls that had been there longer, the varsity squad. And like she was one of the mean girls in the house as well. And MJ was like, no, I'm not. I lead by example. And it's like, well, your example is horrible. I don't think you should ever lead by your example. It's trash. Yeah. She just like didn't realize, I guess. She was so oblivious. Yeah. I definitely think that it's so obvious that she's going to go home. Like I just, it would be an uproar if like he kept her after it's very clear that she has been a bitch. Um, So it's either they both go home or MJ goes home. I hope he doesn't get rid of Jasenia. I really like her. And she I, didn't do anything wrong. So she I hope didn't. He, you know, so if he gets rid of her, I'm going to lose a lot of respect for him. Same. I, I think he's just going to send her home, but it'll be dramatic. It looks like MJ cries on the fucking floor and causes a whole scene. Um, which we love to see, but yeah, I was annoyed that the, this season there's so much bullying and like the mean girls, but I do like seeing them all get punished. At least it's like, yeah. they're getting sent home. They're not, you yeah. know, like it's not like it's getting brushed under the rug. So yeah. yeah, I'm happy. He's, it looks like they're cleaning house a little bit. Like last episode they did. It looks like the next one they probably will too. And now we can kind of focus. I, Oh my God, Hannah G right hannah yeah she comes back did not fully know there was a lot of drama revolving around her and map but like i'm here for it yeah i want to know more but the girls are gonna freak out i'm like i can't handle this Uh, like they're gonna freak out she's gonna die like i hope she's fully prepared she needs to come in with a full suit of armor my only thing is she's been on the show before so i think she kind of like will know a little bit more how to handle everything which is I, i agree I definitely agree. But, uh, yep. I mean, this season, it's a little different than the others, but it's still good. The girls mm-hmm. are still carrying the show, but mm-hmm. it's fine. That's what we girls do best. We do. We really do. I'm so excited for next week. Me too. It'll have so much drama. But until then, make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. If it's on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered. And our Twitter is at uncorked podcast. Stay hydrated, everybody. And drink lots of wine. Bye, guys. (laughs) 